Well, the Chair of General Practice New Zealand, Dr Brian Betty, says it's time to tighten up the rules. I think with what we've seen with, with younger people in particular and adolescents um, taking up vaping who otherwise wouldn't smoke and becoming addicted to vaping through nicotine, um, we may be creating a problem down the track that we never anticipated. So it is time for a debate on this. It is time to look at our regulations around vaping and what's happening and whether we do need to tighten things and access to vapes at this point. Are GPs seeing addicted teens, ones who by law shouldn't be able to buy vapes under 18s? They seem to be readily available and um, what the studies are showing there is an upswing in teens especially who are using vapes and in particular vapes that contain nicotine and nicotine is addictive. So yeah, there is a lot, a lot of evidence around that there are a number of teens now who are potentially becoming addicted to nicotine and vapes, are getting access to them quite freely because of the really accessible nature of vaping in our community and this is a problem. So how do we stop that? Is it time to go prescription only? I think that would be potentially going too far. Vaping has a very important role to play in smoking cessation and we need to make it available for smoking cessation and for those modalities. Probably there's a halfway point that maybe vapes need to be um, pharmacy only, available through quitline programs or smoking cessation programs or through your GP or doctor. So we still need to make vapes available um, however, not freely available that you can walk it off the street and, and, and grab whatever you want, wherever you want. So if you're suggesting the halfway house is to still go to a pharmacy per se, where you're seeing a health professional, does that mean you are saying we should not allow recreational vaping? I think there's a real question mark over recreational vaping. Um, again, vaping is less harmful than smoking, we know that, but the real concern that's emerged here is in our younger people, rangatahi, and what's actually happening, especially in those under the age of 18. So, yeah, look, the question needs to be asked. I think it's time for an open debate on this and talking about the harms, the potential harms of vaping, especially addiction to vaping, and whether we as a society need to actually backtrack from this at this point. And I think that does include... Um, recreational vaping as it stands. Do you think as a society we've interpreted less harmful to mean safe when it comes to vaping when misinformed? Oh, look, I think there's two issues here and I think that's right. We, we've equated less harmful with safe. I think, you know, um, vaping with nicotine is addictive. We know that nicotine can cause a whole lot of issues such as increased blood pressure, increased breathing, heart rate. Um, we know it can affect mood. It is addictive and issues around impulse control and especially with our younger ones, attention and learning and sleep become issues. But what we don't know, and this is also very, very important, we don't know the potential harm on the lungs with vaping over 10 to 20 years. So we're yet to see that. We don't know the problems that that may emerge down the track. And this is a real, real concern um, for doctors and uh, medical professionals. Do you think the government has exercised enough caution when it comes to vaping? I think there's been a real need to address smoking, which is now is one of the most harmful sort of um, issues we have in our society. And certainly the impact on, on the health of the nation is, is huge. So yeah, using vaping as a, as a harm reduction or smoking reduction tool 
absolutely appropriate. I think questions have to be asked about the situation we've ended up in and how we've ended up here and um, whether we have been too liberal with our approach to vaping at this point and especially with what's happened in Australia and some jurisdictions overseas, um, I think now is the time to question our availability of vapes in the community. As a doctor, would it be your personal preference that vapes are not available to anyone just, just for fun, just for recreation? I, I probably would prefer to see a, a, an approach that really targeted smoking cessation um, that made vapes um, freely available to those who were giving up smoking and needed a, a less harmful um, way of, of doing that. Um, so we've got to be very, very careful that we allow that and keep that in place. So it's not about stopping that smoking cessation use of vaping. So no, I'm very, very supportive of that happening. But yes, as, as a doctor, I feel that there should be um, consideration for more restriction in terms of the availability of vapes outside of that. And that is Dr. Brian Betty.